This is Jeff Johnson. Join me for the KYMN Morning Show, weekdays 6 to 9, right here on your radio station, KYMN Northfield. It's 8.42 on a uh, Tuesday morning, or excuse me, a Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Yeah, boy, the week is flying right by. We have a couple of special guests uh, that we've been promoting uh, throughout the uh, morning on the morning show. They're now in studio with us. We have Sarah Nathan from Northfield Chairs. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. Happy to be here. And Richard DeBeau from the uh, Northfield Rotary Rotary Club. Richard, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, Jeff. Good to be here. Uh, You have, uh, we brought you both in because uh, Northfield Chairs is, uh, you're, Kind of the the kings of, uh, of of partnerships and collaboration, right, yeah. as is really the Rotarians. Northfield really, I guess, has a lot of that going on right now. Yeah, we're really good at that collaborative work here <laughs> in Northfield. But you're working together on another uh, collaboration, and uh, it has to do with electric vehicles, the environment, and such. Uh, Sarah, I guess we'll start off by, uh, you can talk a little bit about how you've partnered up with them. Absolutely. Well, we are uh, really pleased to have been approached by a national nonprofit called Recharge America to bring an electric vehicle experience event to Northfield. Um, This actually started in Mankato a couple, uh, a few years ago, and this movement to teach people about electric vehicles uh, is continuing to grow as, of course, like our national consciousness about electric electrification um, is growing. So they came to Northfield Chairs and Northfield Chairs knocked on the door of the Rotary Club and on the city and brought together these partners to bring the electric vehicle experience event here to Northfield on October the 23rd. And we are so excited uh, that our friends and neighbors are going to get to learn about EVs by driving an electric vehicle. It sounds like a lot of fun. It and is going to be a lot of fun. Doing. And let's move over to uh, Richard. Let's talk about the Rotarians uh, part in this. The uh, climate, the environment, uh, sustainability, that has been one of the missions, uh, especially locally here, of uh, the Northfield Rotarians for a while. Tell us a little bit about that. That's correct. Yes. Well, the, uh, the, Rotary, the local Rotary Club started the Rotary Climate Action Team, which we call RCAT. And, and uh, it was, was founded on the, the, the concern for the climate. And sustainability and reducing uh, uh, carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and so forth. And so one of the first things that we did is, is we partnered with the city to set up charging stations, EV charging stations. And so there are two of them in town that we partnered with. And then we started uh, proselytizing and passing the word around. And so we have been so successful. There are s- over 200 RCAT uh, clubs with connected with rotary clubs in the in the in the country and in several foreign countries so so we're really excited about that and then one of the things that we started planning uh, about four months ago was to have an EV event to give people an opportunity to learn about electric vehicles to drive them and so we were in the process of of putting together that plan in early October when Sarah contacted us and said, hey, have I got good news for you? And she did. 
and tell us about that good news. Yeah, well, that that is the EV event happening uh-huh. on good. October the 23rd. And okay. with a national partner, we can do so much more, right, than mm-hmm. one group can, can do alone. Uh, we really have marshaled a lot of resources to make this event really special. All right. Let, let's talk about EVs because I think a lot of people, everybody's heard them. You've even seen some going around. Uh, but people, I guess, aren't to the point now where they really know a whole lot about the day-to-day usage of them. But uh, as as luck would have it, uh, Richard is a uh, has put his money where his mouth is and, and bought uh, an, an EV, an electric vehicle, and it's a uh, 2020 Chevy Bolt. That's correct. Tell us about I, it. I, I bought it from Apple Chevrolet mm-hmm. in March. I got a fantastic deal. I, I hadn't I hadn't planned on I was thinking about getting one, but I got such a great deal there. I said, okay, I'm going to do it. So I bought this 2020 Bolt, uh, and and it's it's uh it's been a real adventure. It has a range of about 300 miles, uh, depending upon temperature and and how fast I go. So freeway miles would be less, but. Uh, the cost per mile is about four cents a mile compared to wow. about. A, for, excuse me for Bob. Thank you for that. So, <laughs> wow, have, four I, cents a mile. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. My my bolt has a name. It's a bolt, and it's and it's bright blue. So I both of blue. It's got to be Bob, right? <laughs> so so Bob. Uh, yeah. So I can I can drive Bob for about four cents a mile. Uh, fuel costs compared to about a dime if you've got a car that uh, you're buying fuel at three three bucks a gallon and and you're getting thirty miles to the gallon. So there, uh, I had to install a, a level two charger, which is two hundred and twenty volt uh, service in the garage, and so now I can I can charge Bob in about seven hours. And um, the uh, the driving experience for uh, an EV, anyone who's driven one. And we hope that people will come and have that experience when we do our, our demo. It's it's so exciting because you don't have to wait for uh, uh, engine revolutions to kick up to pick up to get some some torque. You have instant torque with an electric motor, and uh, that's kind of fun. So, <laughs> and I, I I have a bumper sticker on Bob uh, that says uh, I, I run on sunshine. <laughs> uh, that's because we have uh, solar panels on our garage and we try to charge Bob. Only when the sun is at its highest. Now, when, another thing about electric vehicles is they don't have uh, they don't have the moving parts uh, as many parts as the uh, as their counterparts that with the internal combustion engine or so. Are you keeping? Now you've only had it a few months now, mm-hmm. but uh, are uh, as far as the uh, overall maintenance, uh, being able to maintain that and keeping it running uh, properly, is there a cost savings there? There are two major elements to uh, uh, maintaining uh, an electric vehicle. One is uh, rotating the tires, and the other is changing the brake fluid about every ten or 15,000 miles. Now, is, and that's all. That's all. That's it? That's I, I was kind of expecting more of an answer. I'm looking at how to get my Sorry. next question. Like, oh, okay, that's simple. <laughs> uh, you haven't had it for the winter yet. Correct. Are you prepared for that? Do you... Are you, do you Actually, you know if, what you're going to get uh, in the winter time is it going to run? Are those batteries going to go down? Or well, well, first of all, we have a heated garage, so that that will um, preserve bat- batteries somewhat. I did have an opportunity to drive it at a, a, a temperature of about 10 degrees and a really strong south wind. Uh, went down to visit my brother in March in Rochester, 
And what I discovered was going against the wind at about 10 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, about a 20% reduction in mileage. Mm-hmm. So I would anticipate something like that, that we, we know that the colder it gets, and then you have to turn the heater on, and, and there are electric yeah. uh, seat heaters and, and uh, steering wheel heaters and stuff. So, so probably a reduction of 20% in, in range. Now, have you kept your eye on the electric vehicles for a while? Uh, do you know you, you have a 2020 model? Uh, over the course of the last few years, are they getting just better and better and better? Are there some, some significant improvements involving either battery life or uh, some other uh, component of the electric vehicle? Yeah, two things. Uh, one is uh, the range of the of the battery, how how many miles you can get, and and secondly, the uh, the speed of charging. So so both of those have been improvements, and and uh, and and the um, opportunity to charge. Public charging stations are uh, are proliferating, so it's easier to get a charge. I just looked in Rochester when I was down there visiting my brother, and there are eight, at least eight charging stations down there. How do, how do you charge those? Does it just go up, put your card in the machine, and plug it in? Yes. Well, in fact, I haven't yet because I've never had to use a public charger. <laughs> but, yes, my understanding is you don't even have to put your, char- your card in the machine. I think the machine can read electronically, can read your card, and, uh, and then you're good to go. Wow. You know, I was, <laughs> I was in... Uh, Western South Dakota uh, a few weeks ago on a family vacation, and we were staying in Custer population, like a thousand, and our hotel had a charging station. And I was surprised at uh, the amount of -of out-of-state vehicles that were EV vehicles in Western South Dakota. And then the gas station in Custer has um, like a six-port Tesla station. I thought, okay, it is here. It is coming. The there's just going to be more and more of these stations, especially uh, with the new infrastructure deal going through Congress. There's going to be more money to put more charging stations everywhere. And uh, once again, we're talking with Sarah Nathan from uh, Northfield Chairs and also Richard DeBow from Northfield's uh, Rotary Club about uh, a uh, electric vehicle event that is uh, coming up a little later on uh, this this fall. It's in, what, October. Right. Yep, October the twenty third, starting mm-hmm. at ten in the morning. We'll be in the Greenvale Park Elementary School parking lot. This is a rain or shine or rain or snow or shine um, <laughs> event. You can still test drive a car in the rain or the snow. We'll have tents. If, if the weather is a little inclement, uh, but we'll be there and this will be your opportunity to come and um, test drive a vehicle, get to learn about uh, what it's like to drive one, what it's like to care for one at your home. Really, the car is the classroom. Mm hmm. And Bob will be there. Will you have more than just Bob? Will there be I other sp- be so other, Bob's friends? Actually, there are probably uh, four or five Rotarians uh, who have electric vehicles. So. Bob will be there and, and some more. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, mention or promote about the, the event itself or the electric vehicles? I, I hope that everyone will mark their calendars for, uh, for this day. You'll start to see a lot more promotions around town um, in the coming weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Sarah, while we have you here... Um you got an event also tomorrow night. That's <laughs> right. Square. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Northfield Chairs will be hosting the Bridge Square Block Party along with our friends from downtown. So come on out, listen to some great music, uh, see your friends, uh, and per, um, come and shop at our, our local downtown businesses and just have a good time on a beautiful uh, summer after- evening.
All right. We'll be there starting at 5 o'clock. Sounds good. Uh, Sarah, Richard, thank you so much for coming in. We appreciate it. And best of luck to you with your program. Maybe we'll talk to you a little bit more about come October. So. I hope so. Thank you, Jeff. I mm-hmm. hope to see you out there. All right. Thank you. Uh, once again, Richard DeBeau from uh, Northfield's Rotary Club and also Sarah Nathan, the Executive Director of Northfield Shares. We've got Rich standing by with a local news update next. Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Homes. We have a new housing development with really large single-family lots and twin home lots in the Elko area called Pete's Hill. It's the highest point in Scott County, and we'd love to have you come out during the Parade of Homes this fall, September 11th to October 3rd. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport is hosting a job fair tomorrow. The fair will feature over 750 full-time, part-time, and seasonal positions from more than two dozen companies that operate in MSP. Some of the employers have indicated they will even be offering jobs on site. So come prepared to be interviewed, have a copy of your resume, bring a pen with you. MSP's Patrick Hogan says minimum wage at the airport was increased to $14.25 an hour last month and will rise to $15 an hour in July of next year. A declaration of local emergency in Rochester requires everyone to wear face coverings inside public buildings for three days. Minnesota Timberwolves guard Malik Beasley is done serving his sentence for making... Hi folks, this is Rich Larson. Join me every Thursday night at 7 p.m. for The Weekly List, a collection of songs and stories based on something happening that week or really whatever is on my mind. That's The Weekly List, Thursday nights at 7, right here on 95.1 KYMN, The One. Thanks for listening to this KYMN radio podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast or found it interesting, consider leaving us a review and sharing this podcast on social media. You can find more podcasts like it on our website, kymnradio.net, or wherever you get your podcasts, simply by searching the KYMN radio podcast. And of course, you can listen to us live on 95.1 FM, 1080 AM, and on our website. KYMN is your home for real radio, true variety, 